0: your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby. I'm solo today. Hope you guys are okay putting up with just me. But uh, on today's show, I'm going to talk about what Gus Malzahn said at his weekly presser, as well as the top individual matchups to watch this weekend. And if you're into the NFL draft, a lot of these guys are going to get drafted Um, and we'll take some Lister questions. First things first, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use promo code 10 off to get $10 off of, uh, any order over $30 at Fruta Bowls. I've, uh, I've been there once. It was pretty good. Um, I heard Jarrett Stidham went there a ton when he was at Auburn, not an endorsement or anything, but, um, I heard he was there all the time for what that's worth. Fetch Me, great service. Wife and I use them over the weekend. They do an incredible job. They're the best local delivery uh, service in the business. And I was eating at a restaurant today, saw a Fetch Me Fetcher come in, and they double-checked the order, and uh, they even read it over with the employee at the store to make sure everything was right. I think that's awesome. Uh, You can also use promo code ZAC20 for your first delivery free. All right, so Gus Malzahn talked at his press conference um earlier this week, uh, obviously previewing Tennessee, he opened up things um talking about kind of uh I don't know, really just kind of what we expected. Here's um here's that.
1: Okay, uh, all right guys, I guess the last time we talked we practiced uh, Friday. Uh we practiced uh, yesterday morning Friday. uh and then we just got the practice field uh just a little bit ago, uh, things went well, trying to get back in the swing of things. So we've had no new positives since last Wednesday, which is a good thing. Uh, we're just kind of going in game game week routine. We're excited to play this, uh, this next game versus Tennessee. And uh, so that's really where we're at. All
0: right, nothing crazy there, but I- I'm sure it does feel good to be back. In game week, because I think the good thing about the cancelization of the Mississippi State game is it happened so early in the week, they were able to kind of recalibrate what the next few days looked like. It wasn't like it was Thursday afternoon when they found out, so I think that that means something. Gus was asked about the timeline for getting some of these guys back, as far as the timing. Of some of the positive tests, are they going to get anybody back? Are they going to get some guys back? Are they going to get no one, everyone? What did that look like? Here's what he said.
1: Yeah, we, we will be getting some of those guys uh, that have been out. I mean, we won't have them all back by the time we play the game, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll be getting guys back this week.
0: So what we expected, kind of what Michael and I speculated um, throughout this week, I think that's good. I think that makes sense. Um, he was also asked by uh, Bill Cameron of ESPN 106.7, If some position groups had been hit harder than others, um, and then Bill kind of clarified, like, you don't have to tell us what position it is, but are there, you know, guys deeper on the team, deeper on the roster that have kind of gotten more practice time? And, of course, Malzahn responded by talking about one of his favorite things to talk about in the world. Come on. We all know what it is. Depth.
1: Well, I mean, I think... Uh, especially everything we went through last week I mean the the practices we've had this week have been a whole lot of young guys and new guys and all that and just getting those guys prepared but like I said we'll be having some of our other guys come back and so the good thing is developing depth uh and it's kind of next man up everybody's got to be ready to go in this this kind of climate but uh the the big thing for us is we're just excited that uh you know we're going to be able to play this week at this point and uh ready to get back on the field.
0: All right. So uh, I don't think any of that was crazy. Those were the highlights. Those are the audio clips that I pulled out. Um, Other things he did talk about was how the offensive line is getting better, more cohesive as a unit, um, and that they, quote, look good. That's a great thing. That's one of the things that Michael said, you know, this could be, um, a group that could benefit from this double bye week. Michael mentioned specifically Keandre Jones. I think that makes a ton of sense because a lot of it hasn't necessarily been physical to me with the offensive line. It's been mental as far as knowing who to block, picking up guys, and they've gotten better and better at that every single week. So, love that. Absolutely love that. He, uh, he said KJ Britt is still week to week. He has not been cleared, but that, uh, quote, we will get him back By the end of the season. I know at the time of the injury. It's like oh no. Is he going to play for Auburn again. And you got to think. His desire to get back on the field. Maybe that's a little more urgent. um, After he has accepted that senior bowl invite. Um, We'll see. Or I guess you could also make the argument. That he wants to be even more careful. Since he's getting ready for the NFL. But you know he could take that either way. But hopefully KJ. uh, It sounds like he's getting better. Which is great. And then Josh Vitale, friend of the program with the Montgomery Advertiser, asked Gus Malzahn what it was like. Uh, Gus is going to coach in his 100th game as the head coach for the Auburn Tigers on Saturday. Um, Gus's response was kind of awkward. He was like, oh, wow, that's great. What an honor it is. And, um, yeah, that was kind of... um, those were the takeaways that I got from the press conference other than just, hey, it's glad it's game week. They're finally focusing on Tennessee. And he also mentioned a few times, and I think this is kind of obvious and kind of expected, but he said Tennessee's better than their record. And I think I agree with him on that. I mean, we, we talked about it before. I thought Tennessee, I, at the start of the season, I picked Auburn to go 7-3 and three, with a loss to Tennessee being one of those three losses. I don't think they are going to lose... On Saturday, currently, that pick may change as the week goes on. We're going to have to, um, I don't know, we'll have to see if that changes. Trying to get a conversation timed out with uh, the host of Locked On volunteers, Locked On Vols. Um, we'll, uh, we'll work on that. Hey, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Coors Light. Hey, there's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill and that's Coors Light. You've heard me talk about Coors Light over the last few weeks since they've partnered with the show. I've went out and purchased Coors Light. I have indulged in several Coors Light, and um, it's, it's like they say, it's as crisp and cool as the Colorado Rockies. Nothing like um, opening up your fridge and seeing all of those Blue Mountains staring back at you. I mean, things these days are go, go, go. You want the beer that's literally made to chill as it's cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged, literally made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Also, today's show brought to you by our good friends, and you know them well, the best tasting protein bar ever. Yeah, you know it is Built Bar. Uh, It's new and improved. All the bars are covered 100% in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Got 18 amazing flavors, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, all kinds of stuff, both nut free and um, bars that include nut flavors as well. Depending on what you uh, what you need to eat, all of these bars great for the keto diet because they're so um, low in calorie and low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. If you look at the uh, flavor profile for uh, a, ba- a built bar that's peanut butter flavor, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. Great, great calorie breakdown there. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on. And you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Moving right along, let's take a look at the top individual matchups for Auburn versus Tennessee this Saturday. Interior offensive lineman Trey Smith for the Tennessee Vols, a highly rated recruit. Going up against these defensive tackles, Daquan Newkirk, Tyrone Truesdale had high expectations for these guys going into the season. They've gotten better over the course of the season. Um, And I think if we weren't used to the excellence that is Derek Brown and some of the guys that came before him, um, our attitude or I guess our perspective for them may be a little bit different and maybe that's unfair. Maybe we are unfairly grading them. But with the way that... This team is recruited up front. You would kind of expect them to be better. So I want to see Daquan Newkirk and Tyron Truesdale take that next step. And what an opportunity if they could do it against a really talented interior offensive lineman in Trey Smith this Saturday. Also uh, sticking with the O-line for Tennessee versus the defensive line for Auburn. Offensive tackle Cade Mays for Tennessee versus Big Cat Bryant. Um, you know, a, a guy that we're kind of speculating in Big Cat that has looked a little hobbled at times throughout this season. Maybe these two weeks off allow him to get healthy 100%, assuming he wasn't 100% healthy um, over the course of this season. And then Cade Mays, my understanding of his history, he spent two years at Georgia and then transferred uh, to Tennessee. So take that for what it's worth. Also, I have Tennessee wide receiver Josh Palmer versus Auburn's best corner, Roger McCreary. Palmer lines up majority out wide. He's done a few snaps, I think like 40 or 50 snaps when I was looking at pro football focus numbers earlier today. He's lined up a little bit in the slot, but primarily he has lined up wide, which I think uh, I think he's their best receiver. He had a, He's only got like 21 catches on the season, but... I believe that is the leader for the Vols. So uh, Josh Palmer versus Roger McCreary. I think Auburn is going to be able to stop the run for Tennessee. And so it's like Jared Guantano, if you take out his best target, what can he do um, as far as moving the ball consistently? And that's kind of my biggest question. It's like, okay, how does Tennessee move the football consistently on the road to Jordan-Hare Stadium? And they need somebody to step up. And if you're Auburn, you cannot let Josh Palmer be that guy. Roger McCurry's been fantastic. I think he'll continue to be fantastic on Saturday against Tennessee wide receiver Josh Palmer. That's a matchup to keep an eye on. Another one I want to keep an eye on, defensive end Kivon Bennett. Kivon Bennett, it's K-I-V-O-N, I I believe is the spelling. So I'm not exactly positive how to pronounce that. But um, he's a defensive end for the Vols. Going up against Auburn's tackles, Broderius Ham and Alec Jackson. Look, I don't think either of these tackles for Auburn, you've heard me say it before, I don't think they're natural tackles. I think if they are offensive linemen, which Broderies Ham is a guard, I don't know if Alec Jackson's an offensive lineman naturally, but that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> these are the cards that we have in our hand. I think both of those guys need to take a step forward, and I think this is a good opportunity for them to do so. Bro Football Focus ranks. Um, Bennett as one of the um, or the top edge defender for the Falls. They list him as a uh, on the defensive line. so his hand is on the ground for what that's worth. I think his step is going to be a little bit slower. Um, so I think Broderius Ham's kick step and Alec Jackson's for that matter, neither of their kick steps are great or very fast. So I think they'll be able to keep their hands on Bennett and keep him from getting to Bo Nix um, often. So I think that's a good thing. The last individual matchup I want to look at cornerback Bryce Thompson for the Tennessee Volunteers. What can he do? against Seth Williams. Looked it up. Bryce Thompson, the majority of his snaps are out wide, but he's done a lot of different things. He's lined up at both safeties. He's lined up at nickel, but the vast majority of his snaps have been out wide. So you got to think that he is going to have several interactions. <laughs> He'll get to know Seth Williams uh, very, very well. I think Seth is a guy that could benefit from two weeks off. You know, we heard about maybe possibly lower back issues, with Seth, um, he's kind of come into his own over the last few weeks as along with the whole offense. I kind of expect that trend to continue. Tennessee's defense a little bit better than what we saw with Ole Miss. Uh, I, think, I think almost anybody's going to be better than what Ole Miss and LSU was able to put on the field. So we'll see what Tennessee is able to do as a whole defensively. But individually, Bryce Thompson versus Seth Williams, that's going to be a very, very important matchup for Auburn's offense.
1: deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's kabotaorangesdays.com.
0: Moving along, uh, before we get to a few Lister questions and I'm just going to I'm going to blind read these Lister questions. So if they're bad or if I don't have an answer it's going to be awkward, but here we are. Um, just want a, a quick basketball note. Jabari Smith has officially signed with Auburn basketball. Obviously that is exciting. He now passes Sharif Cooper on being the highest-rated recruit for Auburn basketball ever. All right, let's take a look at some listener questions. You can text the show or call it at 205-502-4285. Good afternoon, gents. This is Mike from Missouri. When Trevor Lawrence tested positive, we immediately found out about it. Gus Malzahn has been very tight-lipped about it. How worried should we be that Bo Nix is one of those positives? Hey, it's possible. I think if Bo Nix was one of the guys that got tested positive for COVID, I don't think we would know about it until game day. That's just kind of my feeling. Um, how worried should we be? I mean, I'm not losing sleep over it, but I, I think it's um, it would obviously be a big deal if he was one of those guys and I don't think we would know about it until Saturday. Hey, guys, it's Ricky from Atlanta. Since the draft is tomorrow, talk about the NBA. Where do you want to see Isaac Okoro drafted? I really hope the Hawks take him since he's from Atlanta and would allow Auburn fans who don't follow the NBA to have a team to follow a little closer. Thanks, love the show, War Eagle. Ricky, I think this is a great answer. Uh, The Hawks are one of my top two answers for sure. Um, Would love that. You know, a lot of Auburn fans, uh, really just a lot of college football fans in general, not a fan of the NBA. And geographically, this would make a whole lot of sense. The Hawks, it makes sense for him to sell jerseys. I did get a notification as I'm recording this Tuesday night that the Hawks are interested in making a move for Hayward, Gordon Hayward. So we'll see. They may have to trade an early draft pick to get that, but we'll have to see. If I had to pick, um, I I would pick the Hawks because that's just a team that I kind of naturally pull for the most now. Um, But if it wasn't that, I would go with probably the Knicks, assuming Jared Harper can keep a roster spot there. Um I just, it would just be fun to see Auburn fans go all in for an NBA team because they would do it. Um Matt from Wichita Kansas, if Tank Bigsby is a tank, shouldn't JJ Pegues be a freaking battleship? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Um Chad Texas, love the show. When the season is over, do you think LSU will be the high point of the season? Or do you think Auburn will keep the momentum going and there will be bigger wins in the upcoming weeks? Once again, that is Chad. That's a great question. At the end of the season, will we look back at the LSU game and think that's the high point? Yes. I'm going to say yes. I think Auburn beats Tennessee. I think Auburn loses to Alabama. And so then after the Alabama loss... If you beat Texas A&M, which right now I'm predicting Auburn to beat a and I just don't think it's like, okay, it's cool, but like at what cost? Like what, what do we get out of it? So as far as the high of the season, yeah, I'll, I'll say yes to that question. But I still think they beat a and and m will be their best win, but I think LSU will be the high point. Um, let's see. Somebody asked about where intern Jaws is. He will be back later this week. He had some stuff he had to take care of, but he will be back. Um, Okay. Uh, Jamie asks, once again, text 205-502-4285. Safe to assume KJ Britt accepting the senior invite, senior bowl invite means he's going to the league. Yes. Yes. Carter from Birmingham. um, Hopes we're both well. Are we ready for tip-off in late November? I know I am. I'd love to know y'all's impact or y'all's take on the impact. Dylan Cardwell could have for our squad this year as well as the chance that we may have some normalcy with fan attendance by the spring. Take care, God bless, and War Eagle. Thank you, Carter from Birmingham. Appreciate you asking the question. Yeah, Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer, and you'll hear from him on uh, Friday, for Ferg Friday, put out a story on Dylan Cardwell. And I think the big thing is, is like, I think he can have as much impact as a backup freshman center can possibly have. How many minutes is he going to get, and how much of an impact can he have when he's on the court? I don't know the answer to that. Um, Auburn liked him a lot in the recruiting process. They needed to wait for a few top guys to, you know, officially be out of reach before they offered him. But I mean, down low, the guy is stretch acting bola. And so, what do the minutes look like there? And then, what happens when Auburn chooses to go small? and maybe Cardwell is at the five, and you put JT Thor at the four. It's just, there's just a lot going on there. Um, Could he have an impact defensively? Maybe down the road. I just think, you know, a backup center that's a true freshman that's going to get limited playing time at parts of the season, how much can they really develop early? I know that's not the fun answer, um, but I'm just kind of trying to be realistic. There's going to be a lot of growing pains with this Auburn basketball team. It's going to be fun, and the highs are going to be really high, and the lows are going to be pretty low. Auburn's going to lose to some teams that they should not lose to this year, and that's just part of having a very, very young team. Um, yeah, I, I think Cardwell's going to be a really good player when it's all said and done. I just I think it's going to take time, and we've seen Bruce Pearl develop these guys. But it took time for them to say, "Okay, we're ready to offer you, Dylan." And I think that means something. I think that means something. Is that the negative way to look at it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. We already covered that. Randy from Milwaukee, talking about COVID stuff. All right, that's uh, we we hit most of them. We hit most of them. I did a bad job as far as keeping up with listener questions, guys. So keep them coming. Uh, really, really means a lot. Two oh five five oh two. 4285. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. We're going to try to have tomorrow's show be with, um, with a host of locked on volunteers. So we'll see how that works out. And if not, Michael will be back and we'll talk about superlatives as well as some, uh, some deep dives in the numbers. I'm sure he's got some pro football focus numbers that he's been eyeing. So you can follow Pappas, who was unable to join us today, at CouchPapTato on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerby. Follow the show on Twitter. At Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Man, I just feel like I rambled for 20 something minutes. I hope that didn't stink. All right. See you guys tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.